And new! My sister's gone here, my cousin's gone here, my wife's gone here. It's just a long family tradition. He was the right guy for that spot, and he's done a heck of a job. So here's some fun numbers. Fun for numbers with Hannah. Hopefully they don't fire me after the first two games. <laughs> we, uh... We'll have to wait and see. Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, monthly style. And this time, it is all about the coaching carousel. A lot of coaches, and it traditionally is about 18 to 20 percent of the turnover. Some years, it's 25 percent of the turnover here in the state of Georgia. But uh, memory serves, I think we're in the 80s this year for number of coaching changes. And you've got some folks who've come back into the state of Georgia from being in neighboring states, they're coming back. You've got some guys who are coming into the state of Georgia for the first time. You've got assistants going from one place to another. You've got folks going home. You've got folks going to places they've never been before. You've got name coaches going to places you would have never anticipated. So welcome to the Coaching Carousel. We're going to take you for a ride. We have on the podcast today, new Warner Robins head coach Shane Sam And new head coach of Warner. Yeah. <laughs> The new, new head coach for North Gwinnett, Eric Godfrey. Uh-huh. And Lowndes. New head coach, Shane Sam. See, that's, that's what happens when, you know, it, I don't know how many of you watch wrestling or whatever, but when the, the ring announcer, you have a title change and the, everybody's celebrating about the new champion, you always have the ring announcer go, and new world heavyweight cha-, You know, that's where that came from. That's where that was. What an introduction. And new. I hope you guys are ready for some entertainment because this podcast yes. is, is full of it. Yeah, because we find out some we find out skill sets of coaches that we didn't know they had. So all new to their schools, but not new to the head coaching position. Before we get to their interviews, I want to give you some numbers Uh-oh. around the state. Okay. And we are going to start with Yeah. Pop quiz. Uh-huh. Pop quiz. Did we ever come up with a, a tune for that? I'm sure. Pop I'm quiz. sure. I'm sure that. Uh, I'm sure that. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Commander <laughs> Jeremy. Do, 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 do. Is, uh, yeah. I'm, okay, sure, I'm sure that Ambassador Jeremy has come up with uh, the music for it. It's pop quiz time. It's pop quiz time. It's pop quiz time. You were wrong with your numbers to start the podcast, so you're not going to get the pop quiz question right. Darn! How many new head coaches are there in the state so far? 11 billion. I need a number. 78. I need a number. that You said 80s to start the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so you think it's 78 now. N- now I do. Okay. Yeah. That's your number? Sure. You are not correct. You're cold. 92. Oh, you were so close. It's 93. Oh! 93 with six positions still open. So 99 coaching changes so far this year. Yeah, that's the mid-20s, mid to low 20, like 22%. So that's about about fair. So here's some fun numbers. Completely random for everybody. Fun numbers with Hannah. If everybody's still listening, are you still hanging on? Okay. If, if their ears aren't, you know, if, if they haven't blown our headsets out. So 38 of those are head coach to head coach. Yeah. 55 of those new head coaches came from a coordinator position or other coaching role. Six schools have yet to name their new head coach. Six. There are 13 new head coaches in 7A, 14 in 6A, 12 in 5A, 13 in 4A. About the same, yeah. 
nine in 3A, 14 in AA, nine in single A Division One, and the most 16 changes in single A Division Two. So single A 25 right now pending. Mm-hmm. And one head coach coming from a college. So McEachern, new head coach, Kareem Reed. He was the assistant quarterback coach at the University of Florida. So that'll be fun to watch yeah. him this year. McEachern. Well, but once again, we talk about pipelines and mm-hmm. making sure that uh, that coaches know your players. If you've got a, a head coach with collegiate experience, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, hey, pick up your phone, you know, text, you know, well, your contacts from the Southeastern Conference or wherever your coaching contacts are from. It makes sense. So then there were some more questions that I was trying to find the answers to, and I couldn't. So I defer to you, John. Sure. Okay, so my first, dangerous. Question, <laughs> my first question. Um, biggest head coaching move. Wow. So Might be on okay, the show this two part, week. Two-parter. Might, might be on the show this week. Two-parter. Location yeah. and classification. Like I said, it might be on the show this okay. week. Okay. I'd, I'd go with that one as one okay. of the contenders, yeah. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd stick with that, and that's a tease. Okay. okay. Teaser. Yep. Uh, well, that my next one. Uh, retirements. Wow, retirements. I mean, who? I'm trying to think. There were some big ones last year. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of retirements this year and, and figure out if, I mean, gosh, who retired, retired? Because we always sit there and we say a coach retires, but then they don't necessarily yeah. retire. So uh, I'll, I'll give that one as an incomplete. Okay, okay, we'll do some more research. And then my last one, we have uh, one of these coaches that is coming Leaving their alma mater, one is going back to their alma mater mm-hmm. on the show today. We'll leave that one open-ended as That's well. A tease. Is there another head coach heading back to their alma mater that you know of? Oh, wow. See, now I need the list in front of me because then I could buzz through it and 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 think about it. But now Shane it, but Shane Sams is definitely the one that mm-hmm. sticks into your head as to the alma mater shifting because Eric Godfrey leaves his alma mater and goes to another here, place. Here, I have the you list. You have the list in front Would of me? Would you like to do a quick scan? Yeah, I'll do a quick scan. Uh, oh, Joe Sturdivant going back to Parkview. That's another one. Uh, Joe Sturdivant was at Rabin Gatnacucci and then Providence Christian. So Joe Sturdivant goes home. Okay. Uh, at Villa Rica, we do have a father-son. Okay, okay. Uh, the son taking over for the dad. Tim okay. Barron retired at Villa Rica. I think that the, the Joey awesome. Sturdivant going back to Parkview awesome. after playing at Parkview would be going home in addition to one of our guests this week. Pop quiz time. For producer Jeremy. Excuse me. That's Ambassador Jeremy to you. Also the producer of the podcast. Yeah. I I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know the question yet. <laughs> okay. So your alma mater is Darlington. They've got yes. a new head coach. They have a new head coach. Yes. I, I didn't know this is where she was going. What is his name? Wayne Grove. Oh, there you go. I know that because Wayne's dad owned the body shop across from Jay-Z's, the gas station that I get a slush puppy at when I was uh, in high school and lived in Lindale because Wayne okay, went to Pepperell okay. yes. and then coached at Rome, uh-huh. and then now he's going to Darlington. Wow. I wasn't it, expecting you to know that. It ain't a big town up there. You hit the home run with that, man. That's <laughs> wow. a strong play. I also get the emails from Darlington. Oh, so, so, yeah, oh. that's cheating. So you shouldn't have said that. You, you had it not. all laid out, and then you mentioned the email. Email. So there you go. I do not get Lassiter emails. Do you get Lakeside emails? No, I do not. I get DeKalb County emails, oh, okay. but I do not get Lakeside specific emails. Do you think we should toss to our first guest? Yes. I was just about to say, if you're still listening to us, <laughs> we have a really fun show today. So we are going to start by going to Warner Robins first with their new head coach. And we're going to start things off with a former defensive lineman. He's now at Clemson. You might remember him from the last two state championship teams. Might know him, yeah. Let's get right to it. 
Joining us now is the new Warner Robins head coach, Shane Sams. Vic Burley, what is up, guys? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. <laughs> Tell me how you're settling in. What are you guys doing? You go first, man. Tell me about Clemson a little bit. Uh, I think I just settled in in Clemson pretty well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, semester was great. That's all I got to say. Oh, wow, congratulations. Um, what's the, been the the biggest transitional thing that you've had to learn? What What are you learning? What are you doing? Training as well. The thing to learn was like the game speed. Yeah. Right. From high school to college, the, game, the speed of the game is very, very much different. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is such a surprise. John, jump in here. Well, I was just going to say, what's it like uh, learning from Debo Sweeney up yeah. there? And have you been to the Esso Club to get their uh, steak Caesar salad? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> But John's what, all about the food. But what's it like learning from Dabo Sweeney up there? Oh, think about it. What you see on TV is what you get in person. So really high energy. Um, he really is about what he say. You know, um, one thing he says, don't worry about the pebble in his shoes. Well, don't worry about the mountain in front of you. Worry about the pebble in your shoe. So um, <laughs> that right there means a lot. It just means be where your feet are. So... My last question for you. What do you think about Coach Sams here at Warner Robins? Well, to me, he was here when I was an eighth yeah. grader. So he always been a rocking demon, but he went he went on somewhere else, did his job. <laughs> uh, well, now he came back to the real rock and roll. That's all I got to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> good to see you, baby. Good awesome. See you. So good to catch up with Vic. So cool. Well, well, Coach, you coached him in eighth grade. Ask you a quick question about him. How proud are you of him at Clemson? Uh, super proud. You know, I was around him when he was a little kid. When he was in middle school, we always had him around the program, ball boy and everything. And just to see what he's grown up to be and what he's grown up to be like is uh, very special. And to see him come around and hang around uh, just know it means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to him to be back home. So it's definitely something special. There's no doubt about it. All right. Well, let's get let's get to you and, and learning about how you are settling in. You take over the Demons program for Mar Marquise Westbrook. You were his OC from Absolutely. 2017 and to 2018. You're also a Demons alum. So what does it feel like to be home? It feels amazing. I mean, it's a definitely a special feeling. I mean, when I walk in every single day, I feel like I'm just at home and I'm walking into my house all the time. You know, not many people get an opportunity that they get to go back to the school that they went to that they coached to before. And it's definitely a school that competes for state titles and has the history and the dominance that Warner Robins has had. So it's a, it's a rarity. I'm just blessed for the opportunity and a special feeling to be back home. All right, so break this down for, for those that don't know. You and I have talked previously, and you said that basically, I guess from maybe your desk or from the practice field, you could take a football and hit your grandparents' house. How many legacies are we talking here, and how deep are the roots for Warner Robins High and the Sam's family? Uh, they're pretty deep. There's no doubt about it. So my um, my grandparents moved here from the Air Force, um, actually from West Virginia down to here. They got stationed down here. And so he walks into the office and introduces my uncle to Robert Davis uh, in the late 70s. And then all of a sudden, my my dad, who is the middle of those two, he plays at Warner Robins and wins the state championship in 88. My uncle was on that team in uh, 88. He graduated in 89. 
Uh, then, like I said, from there, I played in 2004. We won a state title at that point. My sister's gone here. My cousin's gone here. My wife's gone here. Uh, so it's just a long family tradition. And like I said, it's just something special to be a part of. It's, it's a rarity. And if right outside of school, if I go outside of school, I, I turn right, turn another left. I'm right at my grandparents' house. And on top of there, their bookshelf is every single one of our photos from us playing football and graduating at Warner Robins. So they're here every day at practice. They're a part. And it's an awesome feeling. So then you know, are, are you working something out, John? I'm trying to figure out, okay, so if you're exiting the school from your office, you turn right. We don't, need, we don't need to give out exact coordinates of where they live, John. <laughs> but no, it's just, I'm trying, it's like, yeah, I, you know, it's like the access road to get into the parking lot to the Mac, I think is that left that he's talking about, if, if I remember my math correctly. But now go ahead. We'll get those coordinates and then <laughs> yeah. put them out on Twitter later. Hey, there you go. That's it. That's it. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So you know firsthand then what football means to Warner Robins. They've been to the finals the past six years in a, in a row, won two state championships. You are – this is your second head coaching gig. So what is that pressure like, and and what is it going to take to maintain that excellence? You know, there's no doubt there's pressure. I think any of these jobs that you take and the coaches that you're going to talk to before and after me, uh, there's a lot of pressure that comes with those jobs. And you take these jobs knowing the pressure. Uh, it excites me because you got to push to be the best. you got to find better ways to do everything and uh, understand and do that. So I love the pressure. I'm excited about the pressure. And, you know, the biggest challenge is you've been to six state titles. This program has done good. Marquise is one of my good friends in life, and I got the most respect for him. We coach together. Uh, he's done a tremendous job. And I just got to keep that going and what we do. And our biggest thing we tell the kids is you've gotten to the top of a mountain. You've done a great job. But understand everybody's chasing you. It's time to find the next mountain and start climbing that next mountain to get there. Because if you don't, they're going to catch you. And that's our thing. We, uh, we don't want to be complacent. We're trying to bring a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, and a lot of physicality to Warner Robins football. We all kind of take personalities and things from previous coaches and mentors and things like that. You mentioned the the title. I, I guess how much of Brian Way is in you and in your approach to coaching and everybody else is there? How much of Coach Davis is a part of your coaching uh, you know, mindset? Who, who have you adapted and adopted from to, to kind of cull the pieces to who you are as a coach? You know, I think the first thing I tell you growing up, my dad always used to take me to all the Warner Robins football games. We'd go home, we'd go away, we would eat with the team on away games. And so there was always a part of watching Robert Davis and how he coached. And then also I, I grew up around Brian Way. So it was a big thing for me to play for him and see how he coached. And so there's no doubt that I take a little bit of aspects that they've done, the tradition that they built here and bring that back to what we're going to do and how we're going to operate. And then also I've been blessed to be at very good and special places and work for some really good coaches. There's no doubt about that. And so I think you take a little aspect from each one of those places and you put it together and you figure out from those things that you learn, what's best for Warner Robins, what's best to operate. You mix in the tradition with some new stuff and you get it rolling of those things. So I think that, you know, to say the specific coach would be very hard. Uh, I think there's a little, little bit tidbits from every single coach that I've been around that I can use. I've been around a lot of very good, successful coaches, and I've been blessed with those opportunities. So you mentioned Brian Wade. Does this mean that you're also teaching AP Calc there on campus? Look, that's that. That's not happening. You know, I always tell people a funny story. I love Way, and I give him all the credit for teaching those classes. But I remember being on a field, you know, before he ever got on to you, he would ask you a calculus or a science question. 
And you'd be like, I'll just remember responding, like, Coach, I don't know the answer to that. And he's like, that's right. You don't know anything. You're going to learn from me. You know, it's always joke around about that. It was always interesting playing for someone because he is a, I tell him he's a genius at what he does, especially to teach those classes while he was coaching. Well, Shane, thanks for hanging out with us here on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Uh, welcome back to wearing the the R that the Vic Burley endorsed R there over on the chest. That's, it. that's correct. Yeah, that's it. But, uh, thanks for hanging so, well, out thank with you us. Thank you very much for having me. Be good. Hey, thanks for what y'all do. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. We'll chat soon. Sounds good. Y'all have a great day. Great as always to catch up with Shane Sams and find out what's going on down there at Warner Robins. And yeah, I couldn't teach AP Calc either. No doubt about that with one of his with one of his mentors and predecessors there at Warner Robins. Next coach up in the batting order is someone who multitasked. And we get into that in the interview. And we mean that by his skill set has widened in the time that he has gotten to his new gig. It's time to catch up with new and new head football coach at North Gwinnett, Eric Godfrey. Joining us now is North Gwinnett new head coach, Eric Godfrey, an IT specialist. Yes. Coach, we're having some uh, technical difficulties. Almost did the interview with you upside down, but you have figured it out. How are you? I am uh, reco- recovering from a laughing spell. <laughs> that's right. And that, that's what's good about sports, you know. We, we just find a way, you know. It teaches you to find a way. <laughs> How has it been in the transition going from one traditional power in Gwinnett County to another traditional power in Gwinnett County so far? Yes, I mean, it, it's been good. But you know, to say that it's always just easy is, you know, would be a lie for anybody to say. And, uh, and as you said, going from one great place to another great place, uh, you know, that very blessed to be a part of. Um, but yeah, that the first month was definitely drinking from a fire hose, the bottom of the pool, um, you know, definitely uh, trying to, you know, find your way, find out the people who you got to meet that, you know, can do certain things. Hey, we need to get this done. Hey, we need to, you know, so all of those transitions and all the stuff that nobody thinks of when it comes to running a football program has to be done first. And uh, so after about get to spring break, I've been here for about a month. It's literally the first time I got to sit down and think about a practice schedule for spring practice and start really doing some football. But that that whole transition has been great. Like I said, the community has been good, the uh, the school and our you know our coaching staff. So uh, they they've all made it definitely as pleasant as it possibly could have been. Well, along those same lines, you're a Parkview grad. You built a huge program there, and I know that you have been asked several times, why did you want to leave? I'm not going to ask you that here, but what makes <laughs> North Gwinnett so appealing to you? What did you see in that program that made you go, I want to be the head coach there? Right, yeah, that, and great question. And I think because I wasn't looking to leave Parkview. And because uh, it is a great place. And I, I went back to the semifinal baseball game last night uh, after our practice here. So I got to go catch game two and see a bunch of my friends and support Coach Brown and the team and a bunch of guys that I've coached and been around for a long time. And uh, and as soon as I got there, one of the APs first came up and gave me a hug and said, welcome home. And uh, so that was really special. Yeah, it was really special. Did, uh, uh, you know, kind of sting a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, because I mean, it is still home, being an alumni. And like you said, you know, spent a long time there. And, uh, you know, all we did. And uh, so, uh, so they really is special. But then, like I said, you, you think of a, a place like North Gwinnett. And, and honestly, you know, North Gwinnett is, is a pretty elite school when it comes to just academics, when it comes to athletics, of, of boy sports, female sports. Uh, again, like the academic side of it, you look at all our players' GPAs. It's, it, it really is one of the, the schools in the state that ha- literally has everything. 
And uh, so, but honestly, I, again, I wasn't looking to go. And then, and Bill Stewart, who and I, he and I had coached <laughs> together before together. And he did, and because he, he and I actually coached together at Parkview. And, uh, and he had said, he told me, he said, you really need to take a look at this job. And, uh, you know, from a, from a longevity standpoint and just uh, the support and the community. And it's a pretty, very special place. And, uh, and it really is. Like, so we got, you know, there's great kids at that Parkview and staff and all that kind of stuff as well. And, and there's also a lot of, great staff and people here at North Gwinnett. And uh, so it was a win-win for me for sure. And uh, so, but I definitely, definitely very blessed and happy to be here. So you mentioned that North Gwinnett is a school that has everything and you've got a a great athletic director there in Matt Champito. What do you think your biggest challenge is working at a school that in your mind has everything? What's your big, what's the biggest thing you think you have to tackle going in? Right. That, that, and that's a, that's a really good question. Cause, and also following a great coach, like, you know, like Bill Stewart, who, uh, you know, had things and ran things right. And, uh, you know, does things very well. And, uh, so me, so honestly, th- this is one job I've gone into the other two jobs I had really were go, go fix it jobs. Uh, you know, the program to struggle before you got there, go fix them. And, uh, this job is not that way. You know, the one state championship five years ago, you know, coach Stewart's done a great job, made quarterfinals last year. So, so really wasn't a come in and, and fix it kind of job, but come in and, okay, what can we do to elevate it, uh, you know, to, to, to even the next level? What can we do to continue to sustain the greatness and take it beyond? Um, so th- there wasn't a lot of, uh, like, need to come in and revamp a booster club and revamp our work ethic and revamp, uh, you know, the weight room. we got an incredible strength guy. I mean, one of the better strength guys I've been around, uh, period. He's been here a long time. He was with Bob Spire, has been the whole time with Bill. And now with me, and I mean, he's, you can see, you know, he's a big, big part of the success we have here. I'm big on development of kids and developing talent, developing players and making them better players. He's a big, big part of that. And you know, the reason why. So, um, so for me, really, it is, it's, it's really drawing our community more together, uh, grabbing our rec leagues upon with our uh, current high school, grabbing alumni, something that was easy for me apart from you because you know, being an alumni, I just knew so many people. It's going to be a little tougher here, but uh, really reaching out and trying to, you know, meet some of those people as they come by and uh, making an entire community event. And that's something I'm very big on. The my, I always say my mission in life is add value to people's lives. And I want our football players to have a great high school football experience. Oh. And uh, so that that's really what I add, want to add to for our high school, current high school players, but then want to continue to hopefully to add value to the community and, you know, former players and, and all the way around. So that, that really is my, you know, my full objective. And then of course, can't have a great high school experience. If you don't win. So that's part of it too. we got to win. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, North Gwinnett's had one state championship under Bill Stewart in 2017. I know you're hungry for your first at some point, we won't jump ahead, but what kind of coach are you? How, how are you different from coach Stewart? What are you bringing to the team? When you, you said, you know, you've got to win. So what are your winning ways? Right. That's, that's really good. And what's crazy is because Parkview has a legit chance to win state championship this year. <laughs> I know. No I know. I know. Some yes, of the top yeah, yeah, players yeah. Best, in the entire state. <laughs> right. Correct. Country. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. No, best, best team since 2002, hands down. Wow. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, you know, bring, so brings back the North and, uh, so, uh, I, yeah, which and we're going to be good this fall. Yeah. We have some great pieces. We really do. We, uh, 
honestly, we'll be a lot like we were at Parkview last season. We won't have a lot of seniors starting. Uh, we have very few seniors starting, but a lot of really good underclassmen. And, and the seniors we have starting are good. We have some good other good seniors that are going to add to it and help add some depth. Uh, but we really do have some really good underclassmen and, and uh, the, the classes that we're bringing in and then continued development of those guys. So really feel like that, that's my biggest part to help win is continue to develop the talent here ultimately, and then really bring the community together. So I'd say that's what, again, you know, you know, Bill's a phenomenal defensive guy. Um, and honestly, I'm really more of an offensive guy. So it's kind of a little different, different twist on that. So I don't want to lose what, you know, what they've been able to accomplish here, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But then, you know, Coach Faulkner, Todd Faulkner, a guy who actually coached in high school at Parkview, he's the offensive coordinator and he was here uh, with Bill this past year, does a phenomenal job. We'll continue to do that. And then I get to add some wrinkles of some stuff uh, to add upon that for, you know, for, for offense. And uh, so, so I, I, again, I think, I think, I guess, you know, Bill does the only thing is great. And I'm hoping from what I hear, maybe I can order cloth better for our coaches <laughs> and, uh, and I can uh, run a computer better. That's what I hear. Uh, I don't know if I can coach football. That's a little there questionable. Come on, IT guy. That's right. Uh, I don't know if I can coach football better than him, but I hear I can, uh, run a computer better than him so <laughs> that's all that matters really that's why you got the job that's isn't right. it that's that's, right. that's what it was yeah exactly. that's the, right that's the, right the it skills when it comes to <laughs> speed dial i know that you all have that coaches have all of the 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 coaches that they have as their sounding boards if something is if you've got a question if something is going sideways and you need to kind of pull the air brake a little bit and you've got a you've got a list of coaches when it comes to your speed dial, when it comes to you needing advice, and I would imagine that probably in year one of a program, you're probably asking folks for advice about being at year one in another program. Who's on your speed dial if you have to sit there and wave your hand in the air and go, you know, I've got a question, I've got a situation. Who's on your speed dial these days? That, that, that's, a, that's a great question. And I said the number one is Chan Brown, who's actually the head baseball coach at Parkview. Um he it's funny as i said we we've spent a lot of time together over the past nine years and every day in the fall he was my counselor in the fall and i was his counselor in the spring and uh, just to really share and bump ideas off of and i mean he, he's he's a phenomenal football coach too and uh, you know coached football for several years and uh just overall program building there's probably not anybody who does it better than he does and uh so really uh, you know it's not necessarily football you know he's the head baseball coach but he he's my number one on my list and um, like I said, has been, and he really helped me through the first year of Parkview. Uh, but you know, it was, it was a program that we had that needed. To, we did need to change a lot at that time, and uh, some some culture change and work through some things. And uh, so, you know, he helped me greatly get through those years to where we get into the quarterfinals and semifinals. You know, pretty consistently. And um, so, he he is number one on my speed dial. And uh, like I said, we got other great coaches in Gwinnett that you know, you know, love lady. As I always try to, you know, steal some wisdom, steal some wisdom from him and. Great yes, guy. absolutely. And uh, yeah, very good guy. You know, <laughs> Todd Walford, lots of other great guys here, you know, in Gwinnett that uh, do so many great things. Uh, but Chan, yeah, Coach Chan Brown is the, the number one of my speed dial. I feel like Coach Love lately would just be full of wisdom and advice. Like maybe I need to reach out for, for some life Well, but advice. did you go to the University of West Georgia, though? No. 
See, all those West Georgia guys, they have their own little group, <laughs> and they have the, the, the group text, and they all go back and forth. So West Love Georgia that. guy, if you're going to go with Love Lady, if he's yeah. not on speed dial already, you've got to go to the University <laughs> of West Georgia, I think, for that to work. Well, I got That's one, right. one right. more question for you, Coach. So same classification, 7A. You're just hopping over from Region 4 to Region 7. Tell me about your, your upcoming schedule. What's new? What's going to look different? Do things overlap? I see you start things off with Mill Creek. Yes, yeah. So that's where uh, hopefully they don't fire me after the first two games. We, <laughs> I love uh, to wait and see. Uh, that's right. We're going to scrimmage Langston Hughes. Okay. Uh, you know, they're pretty decent. So they won 6A state championship. And then we go very next week and play Mill Creek for game one opener in the Benz, yep. the 7A state champions. And yep. uh, so if we survive those two weeks, uh, I know, yes, then, Ooh. you know, come on. Uh, we picked up a team from Alabama that I'm excited to play. Uh, they're just north of Hoover. And uh, they made it a quarterfinal team last year. So excited about playing those guys. And then, of course, we got to go to the jungle and, you know, September play part 8th, of you, so. September 8th. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's right. So we have a <laughs> very early, uh, yeah, tough early schedule, uh, which is going to be good. It's Paris for region and get us ready for, you know, hopefully moving on for state playoffs. And um, like I said, we're going to take some some inexperience and some youth and not a whole lot of seniors. But but I'm super excited about what we do, what we do have here at North and I say the kids work hard and they do right and they're they're very coachable and so uh, we'll bring yeah, you back on the co- the podcast before September eighth. How about that? Uh, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see oh how boy. you're feeling before that game. Hannah, Hannah <laughs> is just right, setting right. everybody up here. It's just like, yeah, we'll bring yes, you back is. before that. I mean, yeah, you're laughing, sweat. you're laughing sweat. at coaches who have IT proficiencies and. She's just getting a case just of the on giggles, one today. Eric. Just on one today. Yeah, it's, it's she's definitely on one. Uh, thanks uh, for coming on. That's all I got. Uh, yeah. So, but thanks for coming on, and especially with the the new digs and everything going on there at, at North Gwinnett. Uh, obviously, we'll be keeping an eye on stuff, and yes, we probably will have you on in early September See? before that particular mat before that particular game. Thanks for hanging out with us here in the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Be safe. We'll catch up with you soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. You survived, Awesome. Eric. Thank you. I'm not All trying right. to give Thank you a hard time. It's going to be an awesome uh, game. No, boy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope it's an awesome game. <laughs> right it will be. It will be. It's going to be a, it's going to be a close one. Oh, man. There we go. There we go. Thanks again, dude. We really appreciate it. Yes, yeah. Thank you all. Love you all. Enjoying your job. All right, it's awesome. Good. I love seeing it. All right. Be good. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Two coaches down, one to go, and it's time to go to Lowndes. And it is one of the toughest places to coach in the state of Georgia. And a guy who is not afraid to back down from any challenge, any place, anytime, anywhere, is their new head coach, Adam Carter, going from Gwinnett County to the county school in Valdosta. Joining us now is the new head coach for Lowndes. That's Adam Carter. Coach, you have 16 years of coaching experience, the last four years at Grayson. Now, Grayson is 231 miles from Lowndes. <laughs> That's what I was looking up before we got started. How are you settling into South Georgia? It's been really good. The transition has been good. Uh, you know, we've spent some time in South Georgia previously um, and actually here in Mount Austin. So uh, my wife went to college here for six years and uh, so we have some friends and families not too far away. And um, so transition has been really good. Everybody here has been really, you know, bending over backwards to, to help us get going and, and getting coaches here and all those things. So uh, I got zero complaints right now for sure. 
Coach, one of your mantras that we have experienced over time is compete. And I wondered where the Viking logo was going to be in your compete, uh, your compete logo. I thought it might be the M, but you put yeah. it on the you put it on the O. Of so. course, you put it on the O. And so, uh, you know, how has how has it been for the implementation so far of your mantra of compete into what you want to accomplish there at Lounge? Well, here you go. I need to send nice. you guys one of these. Uh, oh. Yes, we do need a new shirt. That looks awesome. I need to, I need to send y'all some stuff. Uh, you know what? So, I, you know, the, the whole deal with that is uh, it's just a mentality, you know, and, and we break the word down, you know, so it's, it's it actually has a lot of meaning to us and how we go about our business. And, you know, I spent our character ed actually breaking that word down and what it means and and try to get into more detail with the kids. But, you know, again, it's just been a um, – the mantra and the mentality of just trying to compete every day in, in everything. You know, I think that that's what our world is, is that you're always going to compete against somebody. I told our kids of this the other day, like, you may not be just competing against the guy that's in your group right now. There's eight college coaches standing around on that indoor right now watching you. You're competing against everybody in the state and everybody in the country, and you don't even know it. And so, you know, it's the same thing up in, in the building. You know, we're, we're trying to compete every day for our kids to to be the best that they can be. I know that sounds cliche a little bit, but, you know, down in, in South Georgia, you want college coaches to know when they spend their time and they come down here that our kids have done what they needed to do in the classroom in order to to be able to go to those, you know, universities. And so it means a lot, you know, in our community. Uh, we're trying to make sure that we're examples in a community and, uh, you know, it's character, you know, opportunity, uh, opportunity, mental toughness, effort teamwork, excellence, all those things go into kind of what we want to do here as a program. And so um, it, it's been good. Obviously, you got to get into it, bits and pieces and all that stuff. But our kids understand and we do it in the weight room uh, We we start out with competition periods. So they're having to compete against each other every day in practice. And so we try to get that meaning to it. And, and once it has meaning and they really believe in it, 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 it helps you um, for your whole program to buy into that. So your mantra is compete, but you are the fourth Lowndes head coach in five seasons. What is your coaching style? What makes you different? I think everybody, you know, their own style is kind of is a is an interesting question, honestly, because I think we all we're all football coaches. We're all going to try to, you know, if you ask any football coach on your show across the dang state of Georgia, they're going to say, "Well, we want to work hard," you know, and like so everybody wants that, um, and I think it just comes down to. The relationships you had to build right when you walked in the door. You have a it's very similar to the situation I walked into in, in 19. It, I was the same thing. It was they had went a coach in 16 uh, or a coach in 15, a coach in 16, a coach 17, 18, and then me. And so I was the third head coach for that senior class. I'm the third head coach for this senior class. So the relationships you build and the trust factor. You know, I tell them at the parent meeting right out of the gate when I met them, like. Your coach, as a coach, you tell your kids it's hard to play you until we can trust you. Well, when you end up with kids in this situation, it's hard for them to jump in with both feet until they trust me. Um, and so that was a part of that building. And I'm one of those guys, if you've ever been to one of our, our practices, our weight rooms, I coach a position, I help run the weight room, like I'm in there with them. And I think that that helps when they know that I've got the, the same um, – skin in the game as they do, you know, and I'm right there beside them. I'm coaching them hard in the weight room at practice, but I'm also, you know, right there with them. Um, I think that 
the guys I brought in have definitely helped that transition. Um, I'm really, really excited and proud of the staff we got. And, um, you know, so all those things um, go into helping in that transition for the kids, you know, and, and even the community, you know, they just, those guys want somebody they can go and talk to and those kind of things. And so we've tried to do that the best we can, and, and we're still working on it daily for sure. You've never been one to back down from any kind of, any kind of a challenge at all of your locations that you've been at, whether it's been an assistant coach or a head coach, your current challenge now, and I'll go ahead and say it. I think that region one seven a is one of the toughest regions, if not in the state, in the entire Southeast and probably ranked top five in the country. No, at, I know. Shocking. shocking. I know. Uh, but when it comes to region one seven a, and you look at everyone else that you're going to be competing alongside, when you look at this region and this challenge, what do you see? It's, it's going to be tough, man. It really is. It's a, uh, you know, everybody's like, well, we don't play tomorrow. No, but tomorrow's going to be quick, and we got to get stuff done right right now. We start out uh, with a, the Christ School out of North Carolina, and I don't know if anybody knows them, and I didn't really know them until I started looking them up. And then I felt like every kid I found on Twitter was a four-star or five-star. I'm like, what are we doing right now? Um, so you got those guys. Um, East Coweta's coming to town. Um, we played three teams out of Florida, which is going to be tough. Um, obviously everybody knows that this is year two of the, uh, Grayson Lowndes, uh, deals. So we're going to Grayson this year, which that one, um, I'm not looking forward to very much. Uh, <laughs> you know, those kids up there at Grayson are, um, yeah. really, really talented. Those coaches are really talented. And so, um, but, and then you go in region one, I mean, what coach Calhoun has done over there at, uh, Copeland in a short period of time is, is really impressive. You know, Valdosta coach Felton got them. In, in that in a situation to where he was the right guy for that spot and he's done a heck of a job. I mean those kids over there, you just know the battle between Lowndes and Vod Austin. And then when you got a coach like Coach Feltman and the job he does over there, you just know and obviously Coach Heron, my mentor is over there. I just talked to him earlier on the phone. Um and uh you know he's got some stuff but and then Rich Mill. So very tough. You know, we're uh, we're excited about it, but it's gonna be tough week in and week out. It's the SEC of high school football. What's going to be even tougher, I think, is the pressure of South Georgia and the community of Lowndes. So Lowndes is a program that's won five state championships, the last in 2007. But, Coach, you won a state championship in your fourth year as a head coach. How tough is that? And how do you handle the pressures of a community that surround, lives and breathes Vikings football? It's going to be a uh, it's a challenge. I think everywhere is a challenge. I mean, Grayson was a challenge. Creepy was a challenge. Um, I think that's what we want as a football coach, right? You want that that feet to the fire. Uh, if you don't like your feet to the fire, you don't come to South Georgia. And um, and that's just the way we live. That's the mentality. It's going to be really tough. The expectations here to win and to win now. Um, and so that's kind of what the mindset we have. Um, and you know, and that's the goal. The goal is to to be playing in Mercedes Benz. And, uh, and that's every year here at Lowndes, and that's the work you got to put in year-round in order to try to reach that goal. Well, Adam, thanks for hanging out with us here on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast in both audio and video form. We're going to be keeping an eye on you down there at Lowndes, and we will be checking in at the Concrete Palace sooner because there's always football to talk to talk about. But thanks for hanging out with us here on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate y'all. 
great to catch up with Coach Carter. He also inherits mm-hmm. a fancy new indoor practice facility that, that you can does. see from the highway. You might be taking a tour of it soon, right? Yeah, a couple months away from uh, Southern Swing. So we'll take a tour and, and see what it looks like. But yeah, in, in our various years of going down through Southern Swing, we've gotten to see it being built. And it was close to being completed last time we were down there for Southern Swing. Now that it's completed, now that everybody's using it, we're going to take a tour and see how uh, GPB can use it when we're down there on the Lowndes campus. Yeah. He said that all the spring sports have already used it. While we were talking, flag football was in there. There So, So really cool. I love that. I was trying to pop quiz you with how many high schools have an indoor practice facility, but I didn't even know the answer to that. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, it's a handful. I mean, because I know Colquitt has Mm -hmm. one, Glen Academy has one, Lowndes has one. Valdosta still practices outside. And literally, I'm trying to process this as I'm going through. uh, I mean, it it literally is like a half dozen that I can think of off the top of my head. And most of them are in South Georgia for obvious reasons. Yes, hot and crazy rainy weather. So that was was a, a podcast. We certainly will have more coaching changes and more coaches to catch up with. Uh, my blog post, I think maybe next month, I'm going to catch up with Marquise Westbrook over at He's Pe- been warned. Peach County Marquise, I'm calling you. <laughs> um, so, so that'll be fun to talk to him. And I can maybe ask him what he thinks about Shane, too. They're obviously close friends. Mm-hmm. And it's what it's like for Marquise to go west mm-hmm. out Georgia 247 mm-hmm. and what he thinks of the, the new guy in charge who's, yeah. uh, who's a legacy. Very, very cool stuff from Shane Sams today and, and very cool stuff from all three coaches. Yeah. What's your uh, next blog about? That's a good question. we got to talk about it. John doesn't know, so coming to a coming to, social com, media coming, near yeah, you. Coming to a website near you and all of our social media platforms, John's going to write about something, considering he's already written about the coaching carousel. So we'll see what happens. I'll write about something. It's all an right. amazing topic. So our monthly blogs are out for John and I. Monthly podcast, still just getting through the off season, barely surviving. Well, but, you know, it's always football season. There's always stuff to yeah. talk about. So uh, uh, go uh, go drink your soda and get your caffeine in your system, and I'll say goodbye, all right? See, there you go. She I'm not... not going anywhere. No, but, I mean, we gotta, we got to end the show. Wrap it up, John. For Hannah. So let's see. Who's here? All right. So uh, for Hannah, for uh, and I'm going to turn to my right so I can look in the big camera. Oh, boy. Uh, so let's see. Jake the Snake, Ambassador Jeremy, King James, and Governor Reagan, and uh, Commander Sandy cameo so for everybody there behind the glass for everybody here on this side of the glass that means me that means hannah thanks for hanging out with us here for another round of the football fridays in georgia podcast played safe everybody we'll see you next time it'll be sooner than you know it Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.